And today, well, we are doing a top ten. It's top ten. It's top ten show. It's top ten day, yeah. Uh, you've not adjusted. You've not adjusted your rankings. However, I believe this is this hasn't changed. This is still four. That's the future. Hot Fuzz Skyfall Sherlock Holmes about time. It's about right, isn't it? Uh, let me just. I'm reading it from the thing. From the oh, from the. That is what it says. Oh, well, I've, you know me and updating. Please sit. Put your money on the table. Welcome. The cards can illuminate your future. I have a feeling you're in danger. Actually, I prefer to read your fortune. I see your next client is here to kill you. Oh, how I've missed you, Holmes. Uh, if I go on to... Hold on. I'm going to go on to the blog. And I'm going to go all the way down. Because you I don't need to go all the way down. If you type in... Will. If you type in Will into the search bar... Whilst Will... Just gives us pure dead air. Uh, yes, on the on the on the blog, every Tuesday is an article by me about uh, usually about my favorite directors or or a film, and uh, and then reviews whenever I whenever I see um, whenever I see a motion picture. And Will wrote one blog, and uh, that's that's that. And uh, he will not be getting any of the money if uh, the Google Ads platform goes through that I'm sorting out. Um, he'll get, I will check if anybody has seen his blog and I will give him a percentage. Well, thank you. I um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, it's my number four yes. behind uh, Skyfall, Hot Fuzz, and Back to the Future. And number five is about time. No, no, it's all, it's all, it about time is number 10 now, which I okay. think you'll be more pleased to hear. So, 10, yeah, about I haven't literally haven't thought about about time since we talked about it apart from when people say oh i love about time and then i right. go and then i go well you know that bit where he can't go back in time because it'll swap his kids because it's a different seaman then why the hell do they go back in time to have one more run on the beach and then they go oh 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 yeah oh it's the experience i have with about time every single time uh number five then will is ah. Uh before I do that, uh, Bill, Bill Nye doesn't go back in time. Um, Donald Gleason does. Yeah, and so he can, and he visits his dad just as a normal time. He's like, by the way, I'm visiting you now from my from my uh, timeline, uh, and and for me, this is the last time I will see you. So let's have a good day. No, when they yeah, when they so, go running then, on the beach, he's a kid. I think maybe that was just. Um, a metaphor. Right, at number nine, we've got The Incredibles. Okay. Eight, Paddington 2. Seven, yep. Misery. Okay. Six, Once Put Around Hollywood, which is on Netflix today. Great. Very exciting. Five, Ratatouille. Six is Once Put Around Hollywood. Five yep. is Ratatouille. Uh, yes. 
Seven is The Incredibles. The seven is Misery. Great choice. Eight is Paddington 2. Nine is The Incredibles. Yeah. What's ten then? About time. Mm. Mm. Great selection. It's a great selection. And so that means if we're, uh, what, sorry, nine was The Incredibles. Uh, on this one, you've got When I Met Sally. So is When I Met Sally your number 11? See, your web of conspiracy has expanded. I'm knee-deep in the single most important case of my career. The clues point in one direction. Professor James Moriarty. Are you sure you want to play this game? I'm afraid you'd lose. I agree it's not my best disguise, but I had to make do. Uh, I don't know. It's, no, it's not. Oof. Incorrect. Incorrect. Are you checking your flick chart now? I, <laughs> I am on my flick chart. Flick chart are, uh, now I'm going to do a plug for flick chart. Flick chart's great. Uh, if you want to know my top 20, there is a blog about it. I am, uh, yes. Uh, but the re whilst World checks his flick chart, I'll do some preamble about today's episode. Today's episode is a follow-on from last week's episode about Sherlock Holmes. And uh, this is Sherlock Holmes, A Game of Shadows, the second in the, uh, well, we can't call it the Guy Ritchie trilogy because he because he won't, he, well, we're in a different time, we're <laughs> speaking of timelines. Uh, but he won't, he's not directing the third one, but he did direct the first two. So I guess it's the Robert Downey Jr. Jude Law trilogy. You see this in the cars, did you? <laughs> What are we doing down here? We are waiting. Make it count! Um, this episode is being recorded a day after the passing of Robert Downey Sr. Uh, a great director in his own right, a uh, wonderful uh, director, Putney Swope, great film, um, and some great Paul Thomas Anderson cameos. Uh, but enough about Robert Downey Sr., Robert Downey Jr. In the meantime, Will, have you found your flip chart? I can't remember my password, so I think we'll just skip that segment altogether. <laughs> Good. Uh, which takes us to uh, my new favourite segment, Will, turn off your phone. Which takes us to our next segment, preamble. Uh, talk about uh, box office. Talk about uh, Game of Shadows. Well, I've got the box office ready. We'll talk about that in a minute. But uh, what, why? Why Game? Because I think we flirt. We did Sherlock oh, Holmes we last week because we do like it a lot. But for neither of us, there is just no doubt that this is superior in almost every way. It's an infinitely better film. The mystery is better. The performances, the performances aren't necessarily better. I think everybody's still on great form. It's just a better written film, better direct. It's just a better film in all regards. It's your top four film. Why do you like Game of Shadows so much? Well, well, this I, I did uh, building on from that. I I saw this one before I watched the first one. Oh, uh, because I think I was a bit too young to go to the cinema 
a little bit. I don't, or maybe my parents just, they went to watch it together. So they thought, oh, he, he wouldn't enjoy that when I would. So I went to see this with my dad uh, and loved it. Excellent. I walked out of the film uh, and I went, that's the greatest movie I've ever seen. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Have you ever had that moment since? I don't think I, I don't think I've actually ever had that moment. Not the greatest movie I've ever seen, but I, I had a very similar feeling when I walked out of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. I the, think that's the last time. 2019. Let's just go back to 2019. What a year. What, a year what, was, your, what was your 2019 top three? Oh, uh, did Joker come out in 2019? It did come out in 2019, well. <laughs> Wasn't that? I, I just typed the, the word 2019 thinking all the movies. <laughs> For uh, me, it was almost unequivocal. Don't don't talk about yesterday for me unequivocally it goes once Ad Astra. Ad Astra was great yeah Ad Astra was really really good and I don't know why it kind of what a mystery that was a god <laughs> I've not seen Midsummer. I need to see that Should. it's very good top 20 top I'm not going to give it the top 20 but for me it was definitely once time Nollywood Mary Story Irishman Knives Out Jojo yeah. Lighthouse Parasites what a what a great great yeah series yeah. of uh, the last good year of movies. Ad Astra was very good. Yeah, Ad Astra was very good. Very much enjoyed Ad Astra. I have to say. Uh, but um, go on to the blog. I uh, this time last year, uh, I released a series of over a fortnight of six articles about my six favourite films of 2019. There's an article about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, uh, Lighthouse, um, Parasite, Irishman. Last Christmas, Spies in Disguise. Spies in Disguise, the movie where Will Smith was a bird. Yeah. No, that's uh, that's Valiant. No, it's Spies in Disguise. Spies in Disguise. He's, a, he's a spy, and then he gets, like, cursed. He has the Kevin Spacey, Christopher, well, not the Kevin Spacey curse, the Kevin Spacey curse is being a, a monster and losing your career. Uh, no, but yes, a cat. No, yes, and then, um, but uh, yeah, no, that's that's nine lives. Yeah, you're gonna be a cat to be a better man. Incredible. Um, box office. Okay. Let's talk about box office. Uh, a new thing. So our episodes are all are filmed out of order. So some episodes will have us doing it. Some episodes won't. Let's talk about the box office now. So uh, the budget doesn't say the budget. What a stupid. I'm gonna I'm gonna guess eighty million. Eighty million. Yes. Okay. Now, worldwide, it was 543 million. Right. Maybe a bit more. Maybe yeah. a bit more. Uh, domestic. I, I, I still don't know whether this is domestic for England or domestic uh, for America, but it got 186 million. Yeah. Fa just just shy of, of half a billion. Uh, no, not just shy. A, a little bit over half a billion. Um, great, great money. Uh, I, I, we didn't look last time about uh, what the first Sherlock Holmes get. Let's see if there's an increase. Uh, Sherlock Holmes, 2009, uh, same, 524 right. million. Uh, not, the, not the same, 20, 20 million. Uh, that was an offer 90 million budget. I know where the budget is now. Um, whereas, do you think Game of Shadows was a bigger budget? Oh, yeah. Now, now you say the first one was 90, definitely. What are you guessing for the book? Doesn't I'm have the budget. What an annoying oh. website. Well, I'm going to say 112 million. Well, I have no idea, Will, because it's well, not I think here. For the for the sake of the argument, let's just assume I'm bang on. 
Sherlock Holmes, A Game of Shadows. Um, sometimes the Wikipedia has the budget and sometimes uh, my room is so warm I feel like I'm in a Turkish bath. Uh, budget, 125 million. Nearly, nearly there. <laughs> nearly, nearly. nearly. Um, let's hear from people who do like the film. YouTube comments. It's 2017 and I'm still patiently waiting for them to make a third somehow. Easily. One of my favourite movies today. Uh, I don't, we've not got an official release date yet, but I can't, and I, I think we'll have seen it by now. The third one? Yeah. Definitely. De oh. uh, definitely. Yes, we will have also have won the Euros. So mm, as, we'll as of recording, we won last night against Denmark. It's coming out. Have you seen the TikTok time travellers? No. They, um, about a couple of weeks ago, they put it on TikTok, like footage from the final Italy versus England, and they were, they were saying, I'm from the future. Italy beat England 2-1 in the final, and the Queen dies in the first two weeks of December. So there you go. Do I win best picture? Do I win best? <laughs> <laughs> That's my... Oh, for sure. uh, RDJ as a woman is the best thing yet. Win. Whatever flash about. Camera work is brilliant. All caps. Uh, when they have to use Unstoppable to convey the epicness of a movie, <laughs> you know you need to see it. Uh, specifically in the case of the movie Unstoppable. Great movie, Denzel. Uh, I love Sherlock by book, movie or series. It's just one big ball of kittens, jam and epicness. It's perfection. And those who don't like it, don't talk out loud. You lot lower the IQ of the entire world. <laughs> wow. So, there you go. Kittens and jam. Uh, we've got a comment. This is the only person that has ever said this. Great film, especially Naomi Rapace. <laughs> Look, I like Naomi Rapace, but nobody's leaving this movie going, oh, oh that's <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Glad. Um, yes. Okay, here's some negative reviews. The Katrina Unit one-star review, Connor. Um, no idea what this was about. Something about anarchists and tensions between France and Germany. A gypsy fortune teller of intermediate nationality with a missing brother who at one point I thought was buried in a basement but shows up at a peace conference high, high up in the Alps. Oh, and throwing an evening at the opera. A dead dog brought to life with a shot of adrenaline and a severe case of TB communicated apparently by teacups. Peter and Dudley. He went Peter and Dudley. The yeah. other day, he went to the picture house, and he came back with this review. He said they were they were nothing special. They're just a couple. Should of it be dogs. the Katrina Unit, Alan Bennett one star review, Connor? Garbage. Not even worth a few lines of review. Wasted my budget on this garbage. How can you spoil such a rich collection of characters, actors, storylines, or even budget? Just a pathetic attempt at nothing. Wish I had you waited like... and taken the family to see Mission Impossible next week. Want my money back? <laughs> that would have been a good Mission Impossible movie. I believe yeah, that yeah. that would have been Ghost Protocol. Oh, right one. Uh, Fallout is sublime. That's that's the best one so far. And definitely the most recent. They just keep topping themselves. <laughs> well, let's hope not. And uh, <laughs> no Very charm, awesome. forced humour, and detective part replaced by running around. What a pity that such a complicated and complex character is portrayed by Robert Downey Jr. and in the hands of Guy Ritchie. 
It could and should have been a deep, intelligent, complex, wit and promising theme for a movie. The humour is forced, shallow and lame. It's all mixed up and I don't like the result. The detective part of the story is lost and shallow and is replaced by running around. Wouldn't watch it twice. That was in all caps. <clears throat> and then they repeat themselves. What a pity that such a complicated and complex character. This is worse than the Bond supremacy. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it puts the flash in flashback. I have never seen a quarter second flashback scenes cut until now. If you don't have slow motion, just forget it. And that leaves us and that takes us away. Which takes us into best 10 minute stretch. Why don't you take us, why don't you lead the way, Will? I'd love to. So I've, I've got uh, three 10 minute stretches here. Just I thought I'd be nice and concise. Okay. Um, <laughs> I've gone for the stag, the stag do and the, yep. the fight of the stag. Great, great atmosphere. I love the sort of the the comedic cuts between the high stakes action and then Watson just getting very drunk. <laughs> um, I've got the train on the train. Currently, you've two. You're two for two. I've not got three. I've got six. But, but currently, oh. you're two for two for my for my ten minute stretches. And uh, and then I've got uh, the game of chess. Ah, I do have that, but not in. But not in that order. We'll get to the game of chess in a moment. Let's talk about the train. Absolutely excellent. I, I think in, in, in just every single regard, the action and sequencing it's, in this movie is far better. It's, it's a so great, well great film. Such a well, which I think was, uh, well, your anyway, issue with the, the first film is the pacing. Yeah, uh, the second, yeah. Excellente. And, it, and it, do, it isn't afraid of taking times to breathe. Like when you've got uh, the, the trout scene, <laughs> that's great. And it, it's perfect. So good. I can't remember what podcast it was, but they were talking about Terminator 2. And basically how in 1990-whatever, James Cameron developed the formula for every single blockbuster that would come after. Every single Marvel movie is like this. Every single superhero movie, every single box uh, big thing is like this. Huge 20-minute action sequence, 10 minutes of character, five minutes of silent scenes. Another 20... Literally, watching Terminator 2 now, you'd go... I mean, obviously, it can be released today. It's a perfect film. But... And it was released, again, during COVID, and me and my mum had a lovely time at the cinema. And oh, I actually... They did Terminator one night and Terminator 2. And she said, mm, I might watch Terminator... I'll watch one of them. I might watch Terminator with you. Because that... Um, it's been a while since I've seen that. And then I had the image of Linda Hamilton uh, riding uh, Michael Bean fully naked to that soft piano version of the Terminator theme. And I thought, no, 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 no. You want to see Terminator 2? Terminator 2 is better on the big screen. Terminator 2 is better. Um, and I was going to say, lovely time watching Terminator. Uh, I, I did. Oh, uh, I did. I did. It was a great film. Great film. I came back in time for you. Best chat of light ever, really. <laughs> Sarah. Um, 10 minute stretch uh, opera what are we talking about you just oh, completely I've, I've, gone for, I've done one minute I've done that for my one minute have you done the whole mistake one minute because that is probably that is the, okay yeah. I'll, I'll you know what I'll give you that we'll hold off on opera thank you thank you Tom however torture are you going to say that's another single minute as well yeah <laughs> that's it's fine. out 
it's clouds. And uh, however, the escape from you can't say the escapes a minute. The, oh, the escape. escape with the uh, uh, angling, like one going forwards, one going back. Mm. That whole shooting—that's very that's the sudden change from day to, from night to day. <laughs> there is only one more obvious day to night, which is in Dark Knight Rises when they drive under the under the car park in the first bank heist or whatever, and then they drive out. It's the middle of the night. That is terrible. Uh, very good though. I do enjoy that. Which you should use your real yeah. Oh god. Um, I am Talia Agul. I am <laughs> Talia Agul. There are angels in this city. Have you watched Marie Cotillard's Oscar acceptance speech? No. <laughs> well, it's glorious. There are angels in this city. Thank you. Thank you. Excellent stuff by Marianne. I, w- I watched Dark Knight Rises yesterday. <laughs> Great movie. <laughs> Great movie. I know, I mean, it's it's not Batman Returns. It's not Batman. It's not Dark Knight. But, and it is infinitely Batman more messy. <laughs> Batman, Batman Forever After. <laughs> um, <laughs> Batman Shrek the Horse. They just didn't change that one. And um, the it, it is infinitely more messy. And I don't think we need Tom Courtney kicking Christian Bale's back into place. <laughs> Unless he's in his Greek uh, Greek makeup and voice from Shirley Valentine. Uh, but um, no, I definitely I and I love Tom Courtney. Uh, Tom Conti, not Tom Courtney. Classic That's mistake. Classic mistake. Tom Courtney. No, Tom Courtney is a national treasure. Yeah, I know. That's why I called him national treasure. We're going to steal the Declaration of Independence. No, Tom Conti and Tom Courtney. Very, very annoying. Why didn't they? Because it's literally the same era as why well. Why didn't they just name him something else? <laughs> but it's literally the same era of, like, 60s Woodfall movies and all that and loneliness of a long-distance runner. Um, what would your movie be called? The Loneliness of what, Will? Um, of the loneliness of... Perfection. <laughs> On your CV, have you got any? Have you, what's your biggest problem? I'm a perfectionist. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um, oh. The, I wrote um, my CV the other day. It's it, it fast. No, we don't need. We don't need this. There you go. Hire me, please. <laughs> Hire me, please. Well, I think if any high-ranking architects are ha- do happen to be listening to our thrilling podcast about a game, Shiller goes to Game of Shadows, then. Um, I, I don't know why they wouldn't hire you. Uh, the email's open, everybody. Go on the blog. Go on the link tree. Um, it's all there. It's all there. Got all the socials. Um, the escape. And then, yes, the summit. The chess and finding the assassin and all that business. Excellent, excellent, excellent. And um, for some reason, I always forget that he thwarts Mariotti. I always forget that he does the bank, the bank transfers as well and Get Eddie Marzan. Eddie, Eddie Marzan is not Marzan. He's not Marzan, but it is Eddie Marzan. Marzan. Eddie Marzan. Uh, great, great stuff. And Kelly Riley, that's page three. I think she's good. In, <laughs> I, I, I believe that yeah, was one of my changes for the first one. However, I also don't think she's especially good, actually, in the scene of um, with naked Stephen Fry. I think she's trying far too, far too hard. Doing the comedy, he's like, "Whoa, whoa!" <laughs> She's guffawing a, a bit too much for my liking, but I do like um That's page two. 
page three. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. That's very good. Anyway, go for a cup of tea. Anyway, um, that's a 10 minute stretch. Tom's weirdly specific favourite parts of the film. Love a bit of filth. Nosh on Mary's muffin. Very much. I love it's so overt, it's covert. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I know it, it, I know it, obviously, it gets paid off that it's part of the bank thing, but I just enjoy the fact that it likes feeding pigeons. (laughs) Do I have time to indulge in my little habit? I enjoy well, that they can't they can't have the terrible line. It's going to do World War Three because there's not been a world war yet, so they yeah. have to say he'll make a world war. Have you? Are you? Are you in a, a Saturday Night Live fan, Will? Will's frozen. Are you a Saturday Night Live fan, Will? Will's frozen again. Are you a Saturday Night Live fan, Will? I've seen a few films. I'm referring specifically to a lovely sketch with Claire Foy, uh, where it's, it's it's letters from the home front, and it's World War One, and she goes, "How is World War One going?" And she goes, and he, said, and he sends a letter back going, "Not great." And why do you keep calling it World War One? Do you think there will be another war? That was always that was always good when you were in high school. The Great War, don't you mean? They didn't know it was World War One then. <laughs> um, Stick black adder on. Right, stop. Um, which takes us. Oh yes, um, World War Three. Gr- gr- I mean, they knew what they had with this moment because it's like the big trailer thing. But the slow mo bullet waistcoat glide is impeccable. Mm. Lovely. Lovely stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's it for specific favourite parts. Will, you're, you're specific or you're more general or all that jazz? It's frozen again. I'm going to lose the will to live. I've got the, um, the bit where it's up. Whatever you do, do not, uh, whatever you uh, do, get just let your dad say that Wi-Fi's fine, because it won't be. They'll cock you up in the middle of a live podcast. I'm on my honeymoon! Get that out of my face. It's not in your face, it's in my hand. Get what's in your hand out of my face. Hello again. Technical difficulties, my favourite, my absolute favourite. Oh, Dad, the Wi-Fi doesn't work. Works for me. Put the router in your room. Okay, then. Do that. Oh, it still doesn't work. Marvellous. Terrific. Don't do the podcast, then. I have to do the podcast. You don't have to do anything, do you? Go, no, but it's something I need to do with the times that I've set in place. You don't need to do it, do you? It's not working. Go, oh. I like his philosophy. <laughs> Well, you were telling me about your specific favourite parts, but I couldn't. I was. Did you hear any of them, or would you like start again, please? Well, okay. Uh, So my specific favourite parts, I've got the the bit where um, they're at the gypsy camp, and he's like, "Oh, whatever you do, do not make you uh, do not let them make you dance," and that slow sort of uh, speed up into the. I think that's very fun, and I knew that would be a bit that you wasn't keen enough. 
any any moment Stephen Fry is on screen. I, <laughs> I missed a specific favourite part. Him, the the gypsy having the tucked in scarf because he because he because he punched him. <laughs> it's nice and tucked in. Sorry. As you will, I mean, as you will. The fact that he called him Shirley, I think, is adorable. That's very fun. Mm. Um, I've got uh, limping out of the car on the day of the wedding, and that whole bill. That's very funny. Good, uh, good old gag. Pulling um, off the pulling off the the sleeve. <laughs> yeah. And the um the in the cellar, the bit where. He works out that there's a secret passage just by the, the drop on the floor and, and you know, like the flashbacks of them constructing it. Mm. I think of all of the working out slow motion flashback moments, I think that is the one that's always stuck with me for some reason. I think that's very good. Mm. Yeah. Rather grotesque. It's all these intimate yeah. close-ups and all that shit. You know, I know, I agree. It's good. It's good. Soundtrack Corner. We uh, we we raved quite a lot about Anzima's wonderful score for the first one, and obviously that continues into this. Uh, with as you aforementioned in the last episode, that wonderful industrial twonk. <laughs> Great word. Thank you. Uh, twonk. Uh, yes, a an industrial sound. Um, um, that's five. That's five. It's not in there. Well, don't look. It, twonk is not a word. I believe a twink is a hairless, um, is a hairless, <laughs> slim, younger gay man. But I don't know about a twonk. <laughs> it, it's not going to be in there. Well, not in there. I'm afraid. I know it's not in there. And and neither is twink. Well, so this must be an outdated book. <laughs> yeah, they put everything in there now. Raw student stage 11 plus. Raw student. <laughs> All students. All students, right, okay. Raw student, I, I think that's, anyway, so many jokes, <laughs> so little time. Soundtrack so, Connor, uh, do, you to, do you have anything to add about Hans Zimmer's wonderful score other than the wonderful industrial nature of it? Hey, I, I, well, I, I, I've just bundled off as many superlatives as I could. It's just superb. And I think... What's most, again, another thing that, I mean, I'll move on to my um, best use of the song um, within this, but the way that he weaves in his score with Mozart's Don Giovanni, I think is, I mean, the, the, the Don Giovanni at the opera is, the, is superb. And as a, as a bass baritone, I enjoyed it very much. <laughs> but the fact, the fact that, like, coming out of the, um, the cellar, that transition in, and Hans Zimmer's score manages to um, effortlessly go into that, I think is very nice. A very, as a music man, I enjoyed that. Yes, no, it's, it, is, it is rather terrific, um, it, it has to be said. Um, I have a, it's, it's, it's a bizarre one. I, uh, I, <laughs> I actually, it's not a change. It's not a change because it can't be a change because Tarantino actually did it after. But it just it, it's weird and it weirds me out because obviously I've watched Django a lot a lot more than this. Jack, Django, use so Zimmer in this on the Gypsy Horse Ride uses the music from Two Mules for Sister Sarah by Ennio Morricone, and it's the ding 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 ding. And it's that's not Zimmer, that's Morricone. But also, Tarantino used that 
in in Django. So it can't be a change where I'm on my Tarantino high horse. Yes, wink, wink, ha, ha, ha. Because Guy Ritchie did it first, but also it feels weird because to me, it just feels so much more fitting in Django. And uh, it, it just, I, I, I was just thinking to myself, is this just really, really similar? Or is it literally, and I was right, it's literally the same music. So Guy Ritchie, the first and only time the Guy Ritchie has been compared to Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> un, un, apart from by, no, idiots is strong. But I can't think of another word. Uh, the Oscar travesty, don't think there is one really. I don't think we'd, we'd, we could make that argument. Mm -hmm. Or we could make the score argument again, but as we did oh. say when it came to scores against uh, people in the first episode, we don't like it when people get nominated for the same score no. twice. We don't. Um, I, uh, I mean, I'd always shove Jared Harris in there. We've not mentioned Jared yeah. Harris's name yet, and he's 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 a he's a love. We, we love Jared. <laughs> uh, we do. We love. We love Jared, darling. Uh, and <laughs> darling, darling. No, no, Kevs. We love Jared. <laughs> um, Jared <yes>. Harris. <laughs> My third <laughs> bath. I don't know what, what is it doing there. I don't know what that voice was. <laughs> Jared Harris. <laughs> I was like, you almost got to Bangkok Palace. And <laughs> that's like the guy in Indiana Jones who couldn't actually speak English and he had to read all his lines phonetically. Uh, do you not? Yeah, the, yeah, he goes, you must go to Bangkok Palace. Um, the, yes, no, that is, there's Jared, yes, Jared Harris, of course, who you now love as Lane Price as well. And uh, you, but uh, you loved him many, many years before. Oh, yes. Wonderful. I remember not being a Mad Men kid, being quite disappointed uh, with this casting. I thought, who's he? I thought the rumor was going to be it was Brad Pitt. There were all these names. Yeah. I think we mentioned them in the first episode. Gary Oldman, Daniel. I mean, they mentioned. I mean, they, Brad Pitt as as Moriarty. That'd be fun, wouldn't it? <laughs> We love. Oh, welcome to my swimming pool. Oh. <laughs> what? In Sherlock, the TV show. Oh, no. I stand by those first two. That was great. Welcome I'm, to us. I've only just started series two. I've watched the uh, I've Been Sherlocked episode. Um, the, the Irene Adler one. Yeah. And I didn't, I was lucky because apparently that's like a big meme or big thing in the Sherlock community. And I didn't cotton on to the password being that. So I'm very proud I've made it this far without knowing it. So. Uh, and obviously that's, uh, what do you call it? Gypsy Rose Leaf and the wonderful Imelda Staunton Gypsy Revival. Excellent. Excellent <laughs> stuff. Um, and the second episode of that's the Hound of the Baskervilles episode, which is good. And then, uh, well, I think you know what's going to happen in the third episode, Will, because spoilers, it's called The Reichenbach Fall. Was it a game of shadows? It's, it's called Sherlock Holmes, a game of shadows. <laughs> um, yes, no, it's called the Reichenbach Fall, so you can imagine. Else, yeah, I think there. I might know what will go on there. And it's just as disappointing. Well, anyway, uh, God, that third season, Jesus Christ. Anyway, we'll get to that in a few fun facts. But um, enough of our time has been consumed already by false technology. Uh, Will's favourite building or set? Uh, uh, Moriarty's study is great. Um, the the opera 
back going backstage mm. and then on stage and then the whole well obviously you know me I, I want to become a set designer so I thought all of the then the right oh it's all very very fun um and then also just a little tiny little set piece but when he's trying to link everything back to Moriarty just after he kills the dog I think that's that's a nice I like a classic all the red lines leading on the map yeah yeah I, I was I've never returned to Kingsman but I did enjoy Colin first room where he had all the front covers of the newspapers yes all the boring headlines when actual secret spy things like had stopped good idea that it was very good um but never thought about and he got shot you can do me in the bum that's fun to watch with your granddad and (laughs) dad um yeah like it's always oh let's get kings because it is great for that whole time and then that last minute you're like you can have inner sex with me she's a very attractive woman um wasn't that a, i read that an article that was a whole article whole cancelling article was why why do why does he why does he have to be um why does his prize have to be sex he should want to save the world anyway uh, your internet connection is unstable and so am i i am losing the will to live <laughs> These are my favourite episodes when Tom has a breakdown. What do I say? Slow, subtle. Subtle. I won't say subtle. Um, best single minute. Uh, we, we, well, we touched on, we've touched on them a little bit already. I can't stand people who keep messaging me, even when it's my mother. Uh, this is another aspect of the breakdown. Uh, best single minute. And Will's, Will's definitely frozen or is looking at his phone. I can't tell. I'm losing. I'm going mad. Best single minute. Yeah, getting Bond wrong. Best single minute. I've got here, my first three are McAdams, Mycroft, Moriarty. Let's talk about McAdams. Absolutely excellent. Absolutely terrifying. Not terrifying, but absolutely shocking, brilliant, wonderful. As much as as much as you hate to see it, because you'd happily watch more Rachel than the rest of the film, mm-hmm. it's it's such a bold move, and it pays off. Yeah, they do the Drew Barrymore, they do the Janet Leigh. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's wonderful. And I love that they don't have some terrible, forced, romantic interest for him. <laughs> I hate yeah. when, like, somebody dies, and, like, in the next movie, suddenly I know that people can get over things. Have you, have you seen The Boys? No. Oh, it's very good. I recommend that. Mm-hmm. Another message. I need food from the grocery store. Thank you, Ava. Why do I need to know that you're getting food? I thought that was like sending you to get... (laughs) No, no. She is four and a half hours away. (laughs) We haven't planned anything. There is no reason. Anyway. Pop out and get some milk, Tom. (laughs) Get some milk and get on the four and a half hour train for it to spoil on the way <laughs> i've got some hot milk true thing i was at a barbecue and one of the friends was late and was coming all the way from scarborough and he bought his chicken in scarborough and put it in the car for five hours and came with this warm bag of god spoiling chicken and went Hi, sorry, I'm late. And try to try to fog it off and be like, "You go get this chicken on and get that shit." Oh, get you, 
We don't need your shrapnel ever either. We don't need your chicken, you dirty bastard. Oh, Josh. Good, good lad. Very good. Um, yes, and then Mycroft, wonderful Stephen Fry edition here. And uh, he's very funny, as you previously mentioned. And then that first Moriarty meeting and uh, yeah. Jerry Paris just being purely devilish. And I just, I, I, very Grubery. Very Hans Grubery when they were like, who said we were terrorists? And he, he just wants money. There is yeah. no purely evil machinations. He doesn't want a war to level the playing field and have a start again. No, he wants money. And I, and I do enjoy that. Um, I hear Arafat buys his suits there. And um, I read them in Time magazine. Um, wonderful, wonderful Watch stuff. Die Hard. Watch Die Hard, everybody. <laughs> it's like fucking Nam. <laughs> Great, love Diat. Uh, Johnston Johnson, no relation. I shot a kid. Okay, not the best quote, but uh, fun all the same. And watch Diad 2. Don't let people tell you that Diad 3 is better than Diad 2. Oh, Diad man. 2 is better than Diad 3. Anyway, um, best line. No, but your single minutes. Oh, opera, yeah. yeah, opera and torture. We, opera, we, we we're going yeah. to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it falls into the waters of Mars thing. Uh, we love when uh, these great heroes that we love and can't get anything wrong get something wrong, and I just love that moment of I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Let's go, and 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 that that the shock and fear on his face is excellent. I love it. I love it. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Wonderful stuff. And then the torture. Who doesn't love a good torture and playing a song and evil monologue scene? Never left. <laughs> the whole world's going to know that you died scratching my balls. I think he should do that right. in no I think. Well, he maybe does do that in No Time to Die. We don't, so we don't as, a, as a bookend. <laughs> he gets his balls. <laughs> I don't know, Mr. Bond, it, 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 it was not our decision. He, he, he brought his chair with him. He was like, do it. You can see it everywhere. It's just like a joke about it. He just sees a chair and it's got, it's, it's got, it's break, the chair breaks and he falls through. And then he looks up and he goes, <laughs> brings back oh, the memories. Come on, come on, fingers crossed. I, let's inject more slapstick comedy into Daniel Craig's film. Well, I've already seen it. It may be terrible. It may be the best Bond film we've ever not. seen. I am not. We can hope. Oh, oh. He's a great director. He made Jane Eyre with Judy Dench and Michael Fassbender. And uh, true detective. Very good. Um, best line. Why don't you kick us off, Will? I very much, I think my favourite line of the whole thing is, Madam, this is a glorious hedgehog goulash. The centre of your blog. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. What do you see? Everything. That is my curse. And it's, yes, I do, I do like, again, talking about Waters of Mars, just glimpses behind the misery of what these characters actually are. You know, because we do, obviously not in this case, but you know, story after story with Sherlock and we do um, episode after episode with, doc with the Doctor and it's just like, how miserable must these lives actually be? It's a bit like bar work. Like, it just it keeps going, it keeps going, it keeps going and then suddenly you look up and it's th three months have passed. Like, it's just the same thing over and over. Anyway. Um, come at once if convenient, if inconvenient. Come all the same. <coughs> Which is how I say 
what I say to all women who I have sex with. Um, how did you know I would find you? You didn't find me. You collapsed a building on me. Uh, anything else, Will? I, you just took mine. Oh, sorry. I like, um, uh, what are we doing down here? We are waiting. I am smoking. smoking. <laughs> yes, <laughs> great delivery. Uh, what's the change? Let's get negative. I don't enjoy, it's a shadowy game. Terrible, <laughs> terrible. Never, never like it when they do. Hey. But they don't even do it. <laughs> no. You know, it's not even it's like a, a nice long monologue. Yeah, it's not, I would much prefer a nice serious, Dr. serious Watson, monologue. This is, this is our second adventure. This is Sherlock Holmes, a game of shadows. <laughs> No, somebody goes, somebody's talking to Moriarty and he goes, this is ridiculous. You know, what are we doing here? This is mad. This is mad. What is this? What my life is this? What my life is going to be? Sherlock Holmes, a game of shadows. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> um, yes. And then the, the next film opens with him at an auction. And they're going, um, and they're, and they're, they're, you know, they're giving, they're giving prices, and then they go, hmm, we got the wrong price here. It should be Sherlock Holmes free, and then do 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 Give Kelly, give Kelly Riley some more slapstick comedy. She's so great at it. I've dropped it. Oh, it's his penis. Oh God! The movies. <laughs> uh, I also have no. I don't think Naomi Rapace is excellent. I think she's fine, but I just don't think I could say anything more than that. Yeah. <laughs> could you? Are you going to fight for her, or do you agree? I, I mean, it's partly the character's fault. I think there's not much to do. No, she is just. Where is my brother? My brother is an assassin. Yes. Yeah. Find my brother. There's yeah. no dragon tattoo. And just like dragon tattoo is no the girl with the dragon tattoo 2011. Uh, Lena. So many girls. Great. Have, <laughs> you, seen, have you seen that film where it's like Willem Dafoe and 15 uh, Naomi Rapaces? Oh no, it's just seven. Don't be, don't be silly. Just what? seven. It's like looking for Wednesday or looking for Friday, something like that. It's in this dystopian world in the future. And um, it's a one-child policy. Uh, any other children you have are shot and killed. Um, and Willem Dafoe, his wife gives birth to seven twins. Uh, and they're all Naomi Rapace. And so he names each of them Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And so each of them are allowed to go out on their day. And he's like hiding them all. It's great. What happened to Monday? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, then one goes missing. Glenn Close is in it. Uh, yeah, yeah, and, and she is credited as the Setman siblings. That is one of the worst posters I've ever seen. <laughs> Just as you are right, Seven Sisters, One Identity. It's directed by Tommy Vercola, who did the, uh, oh yes, he did uh, Dead Snow. Do you remember that with the Nazi zombies? Oh. No need to remember it. Uh, which takes... Oh, I've still got more changes. Let's just be honest. There's no way he's surviving the tower fall, and let's not even get started on surviving the waterfall. <laughs> the tower fall... The fact that it's passed on as he survived because he could breathe, 
Fair do. <laughs> you can breathe underwater. Not when you fall from that. Yeah, there, there is no problem. I have no problem with him falling over a little trough. And then there's the whole thing of uh, of Moriarty. I, w- I would much prefer Moriarty pretend drowning him. And then Moriarty's swimming away. And then it's, ooh, Moriarty's back next time. And then we think that he's drowned, but he's pretending, and then he can get the water. It's the fall. There is, and I, it's just so CGI and so huge. Yeah. There is just no possible way. I I hope that they explain it in the third movie. That's no, one of the first that things. Is, we... Well, you'll see Sherlock three, series three, episode one. There is just no way. This is the problem. There is just no way to explain it away. There is no way to explain. I'm sure, it. I'm sure there is. I'm sure. I'm sure there is. God. Well, we'll see. Um, and also, I, I've got. I'll call it the Spider-Man problem. Why is Naomi Rapace the person that's consoling Watson at the funeral? I, I call it the Spider-Man problem because, again, with Robert Downey Jr. dying. The annoying thing of Spider-Man coming up to Robert Downey uh, to Iron Man, the dogs, the dogs are loose. Coming up to uh, coming up to Iron Man at the end of Endgame and going, oh, 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 Tony, oh, Mr. Stark, Mr. Stark, oh, you're gonna die, and pushing fucking Gwyneth Paltrow the way. His wife and the woman he loves. What I'm saying is, Jude Law, Naomi Rapace should not be at the funeral. However, I do enjoy the funeral. I like everybody being there and all the gangsters and. Rough leads and all yeah. that. Yeah, it's very nice, very any, touching. Any changes, Will? Um, uh, now the the only thing I had was was the well, not a change, but a discussion about the fall. Uh, I, I there's no it. discussion. He's dead. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe Willem Dafoe had seven Robert Downey Jr. sex tuplets, <laughs> and um. I want to bring that theory in. Maybe Naomi Rapace in every single scene is a different sibling. <laughs> in every movie she's ever made. Maybe Willem Dafoe is the big big baddie in Sherlock Holmes 3. I'd be there. That would be great. That would be, yeah. He's the auctioneer. <laughs> <laughs> who says? Um, a, a creepy auctioneer who, who only sells cursed antiques. That's a sh- that is Stephen King's Needful Things, not a Sherlock Holmes movie. <laughs> I don't think we need to enter the supernatural again. I think there was more than enough of that in the first one. Oh, the curse of the player. The curse. The, the magic society, the black society. Listen to me, Sherlock. Sean. Great stuff. Uh, what's left from Will's notes? Anything? That's, that's, uh, that's it from my uh, minute. I'm not a big Peaky Blinders person, but this is the first, not the first appearance, but this is one of the major first appearances of the Peaky Blinders brother. Yes, when he appears at the, the golf buggy and he's like, he'd uh, like to see you. Mm-hmm. And then he's um, coming. I like Jude Law's, send out the first bowler, send out the fast bowler. <laughs> Enjoy that. Uh, let's talk about cinematic Carruthers. There's this, there's... The, there's the guy in American Psycho who hits on him in the toilet and there's the racist diner owner in Back to the Future. Ain't gonna be no black mare in my town. They are the cinematic Carruthers. I I have nothing. That is all I can say. Uh, 
There are no Legators. Let's have a look. Movie. What are you even typing in? Movie character Legator. That that because it'll just come up with me. It will come up with this blog. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Any Legators will. He's frozen again. Or has he frozen again? I can't tell. Or is he just looking You've for You've got legacies? Rachel Carruthers from the Halloween franchise. Oh, and no. I'm looking for you now. Are you looking at me? Yeah. Any more American Carruthers? Psycho? I know, I said American Psycho. No, you did. You did. I did. You're in Halloween. Good. And that's about it, isn't it? Uh, the, the Riddle of the Sands. There you go. Oh, my favourite, The Riddle of. Um, <laughs> the, uh, yes. And no. That, no. No. Uh, no alternate endings, uh, but there are, as always, a few fun facts. Um, the slow motion in the film was done by Gavin Free, an English filmmaker who works for Rooster Teeth is, and is known for the web series The Slow Mo Guys. Will, were you a Rooster Teeth kid? Yeah. Yeah, that's about it, isn't it? Due to Warner Brothers fast-tracking the sequel, Guy Ritchie was forced to drop out of Lobo, which never came to fruition, while Robert Downey Jr. was forced to drop out of Cowboys and Aliens. Now, my question is, is he in the Daniel Craig role, or is the Harrison Ford older man role a little bit younger? Uh, younger. In 2003, Stephen Fry appeared on the UK quiz show Celebrity Mastermind. His special subject was Sherlock Holmes. Oh, Inclu very good. Yeah. He chose this topic because he loved Sherlock stories as a child and at the age of 10 was the youngest member of London's Sherlock Holmes Appreciation Society. A couple of possible names for uh, to play Sim before Naomi Rapace. Penelope Cruz, Juliette Binoche, Ava Green nee. and Marion Cotillard. There are angels in this city. Sherlock um, defeats Maria. Oh, go on. Uh, you know, the, are you a fan of the film Badlands? Yeah. With, yeah. Uh, with Ma the... Martin Sheen plays a Kit Carruthers. Oh, that's there you go. I'm still doing it. I'm still on. That's it now. That's, that's it. it. Done. Done. Uh, Kit Carruthers. Good name. I mean, he is like a brutal murderer. Good name. Good name. Good name. Sherlock defeats Moriarty by pulling him off over the Reichenbach Falls with both of yeah. them falling. Uh, Holmes, so basically, this was because uh, that was um, the final Sherlock Holmes novel. Yes. And it was called The Final Problem. However, <laughs> Arthur Conan Doyle loved money <laughs> and overwhelming public demand. And so Doyle wrote another story and resurrected Holmes. <clears throat> Uh, Doyle never did give a satisfactory explanation as to why Holmes managed to survive the fall when Moriarty didn't. There we go. <laughs> that, that is the end of that sentence. Uh, which takes us into Tom's uh, tagline rundown. Will, there are no taglines for this movie. Oh, well, let's come up with some of our own. Okay, go. Um, it's never too late. For a swim. A, that gives away. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Checkmate. 
Ah, it's, it's a good one. Um, the Queen and Country. It's <laughs> Jared Harris moving the Queen forward. The pawns are in place. <laughs> um, lots of chess, lots of chess puns. Um, the, the pawns are in Naomi repeats. <laughs> um, gypsies, tramps, and thieves. <laughs> And that, like the Pirates of the Caribbean. And, the, and then the share song plays over the trailer. Gypsies, traps, and tears. You hear from the people of the town they call us. Great song, great song. Uh, yeah, share would be great in the Naomi Repace part. <laughs> My brother, what a session. <laughs> you weren't invited. Do you see him? You beat me to it. You beat me to it. Can you hear the drums of your love? Moriarty. <laughs> she, she's. What if she played Mary? <laughs> that, that page two. <laughs> page two. Go to page two. That's just page two. Page three. Dear <laughs> She sets music to the hands. She sets lyrics to the hands of a score. Sherlock, 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 do, 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 and then he just turns himself hung up. Every little thing that you say or do, I call. I'm hung up on you. Did you listen to her hung up slash gimme, 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 a man after midnight uh, mashup on her ABBA album? I didn't. Is it good? Tom's big question. <laughs> Uh, where did the wedding suit come from? Was that just waiting for him at the church? He would have brought it with him um, for the stag. Mm. And also, let's talk about that. I know we love weddings, we love weddings. Is there a worse idea in the world? I know it's, people just don't do it now, of the whole stag before the wedding night thing. I can understand, because obviously you have to stay at a different place maybe because of the getting ready and the dressing, and you can't I, see the dress. I, I can understand I having a pint. I would never go on or organise a stag do the day before the wedding. Uh, no, I want to read yeah, maybe like a few days before or the weekend before, I think. I want to use my entire uh, Don't Tell the Bride budget to go to Edinburgh. That was a great episode when they did, when they went to Berlin. <laughs> they put them in a, <laughs> they were in a weather spoons with a £50 tap. <laughs> They've got a camper van to Berlin. Oh, God, do you know it's time for Berlin? You are in. Uh, which takes us uh, next Tom's big question. Um, right, this is just my big thing, and you'll find this with the TV series. Why doesn't Sherlock just tell him that he's alive? Other than uh, a great ending and, ooh, question mark, why doesn't he just tell him he's alive? Because, because he's, first of all, he's egotistical and selfish and he probably basks in the grief that everyone is mourning over him. Also, uh, maybe he's protecting him. Moriarty's dead. There's plenty other villains out there. I think, I think I've come up with a better ending with the whole Moriarty still being alive fake uh, and then he has to pretend to be dead to keep Moriarty out of this. To keep Watson out of this. What Moriarty can go on his merry way. And then maybe Watson 
then has the pull and the urge. No, I'm a detective. I'm going to get him. Anyway. I've, got, I've got your kids. I've got your kids. What's that? <laughs> that must be a partridge. <laughs> it is. It is. Eat the moss. <laughs> Eat the moss. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, there's a shuttlecock. Okay. Uh, well, Game of Shadows, definitely better than the first. Um, yeah. Great, 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 great film. Great, great sequel. Uh, probably in my top 40 sequels of all time. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yeah. 25. Oh, easily, easily. Well, I know for you, it's probably, well, it's not it's, tops. Is Godfather Part 2 in your top 25? No, that's 26. <laughs> just, just off, just, just off. Just. Of course. Well, this is, I, I see it as one big film. I, I don't, because that's an even more knobhead thing to say. But I do never watch one. I know. We know, I know. We know this. I do all seven and a half hours. Wow. And I'm still single. <laughs> <sighs> any, 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 any single woman that wants to sit and watch all seven and a half hours, I will allow... I think that's where you're going wrong. <laughs> yeah. Any, I will allow two half an hour breaks for kissing. <laughs> <laughs> at, uh, in between both films and in the intermission of part two. Please bring your own drink. Uh, soft I will up. not pay anything. I will not pay any. I will, <laughs> I will kick you on the curb. Also, I've not got Godfather Part Three on DVD, so if you could bring that, then that's great. Well, I have two different Blu-rays of Godfather Part Three. I have the original oh, box set, up. and then I have the new director's cut, which really didn't change anything. Um, well, Game of Shadows. Next up is. Uh, are we entering into Ardman? Next up is on the main feed. Uh, the Prestige. Well, oh, the Prestige. The Prestige. Very good. The Prestige. And then we enter our fortnight of Ardman. But yes, first, the Prestige. Love, yeah. love the Prestige. prestige. Three parts to a trick. <laughs> Three parts to a trick. Uh, <laughs> love, love the Prestige. And uh, we're going to... Tangerine. Dangerade? The tangerine. Tanger a ruby, the size of a tangerine. A magic trick, the size of a tangerine. Have you seen the... Uh, a tangerine, the size <laughs> of a tangerine? There are three Ooh. parts to a magic trick. The tangerine. <laughs> <laughs> God, Michael Caine. How did, <laughs> how did you catch the bandit eventually? I love, I love, I think Kate, actually, I'm, I'm, I think he's very good at it, but I do love the moment of um, Rachel's dead. And he just goes, oh, no, no, not, not, not right now. He takes the letter away. Not right now, not right now. <laughs> it's quite funny. Um, Rachel, Rachel, Rachel. You should have gotten her. You should have gotten her. God, what a great, great film. Not, not what we're talking about. We're going to talk about the prestige. Great, great. Favorite Nolan? Will? Um, I've always said. It. I mean, it, it may may not be becoming, but it's definitely probably my favorite Nolan. Uh, Over Dark Knight. <laughs> no, nah, then you're uh, like ten minutes. In, you, you say it's the prestige because you go, oh, it's great, it's great, it's great, and then you're ten minutes into the Dark Knight, and then you go, nah, it's it's that. Dark Knight. Good. Boom. Boom. Bum, bum. 
give him 10 minutes. Give him 10 minutes. <laughs> look, look, only thing better than give him 10 minutes is um, John Doe is the other hand. John Doe is the other hand. Your wife's pretty. <laughs> look, love Seven. Love Prestige. And I really, really like Sherlock Holmes, a game of shadows. Double, <laughs> double,